Insider on Sky Sport, and joining us is Marcelo Montoya. Hello, Chucky. Mas, how are you going? Good, good. Yourself? Pretty well, thank you. Bulldog to Warrior. Yeah. It's got a good ring about it, eh? Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess both both clubs with a rich history, and um, you know, being able to spend a lot of time with the Bulldogs from a young age, and then now come over to the Warriors. So, yeah, looking forward to the opportunity here. Mas, you were um, born in Fiji but uh, you shifted out of uh, Latoka at the age of three, so you wouldn't have really known the upbringing of Fiji. You were sort of brought up out in Western Sydney. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we moved over to Australia when I was three, but um, we actually grew up out west in Campbelltown. Oh, yeah. And then moved up to Fairfield when I was um, 14. So I guess we didn't, we didn't get to um, experience all my um, relatives being around from a young age, but... We definitely had that um, that humbling upbringing from my parents, um, and mum made sure that we grew up that way and, and in the Fijian way. So it was always like it was always around. Sport is unnatural for a young Fijian boy. He cannot stop running around, whether it's a football or what have you. Yeah, that was you. Yeah, for sure. Um, from a young age, we were always out in the street playing, playing after dark, and after school, we were always with our friends playing. So. Um, and then all I ever wanted to do was to play rugby league as well. So from a young age, it was instilled in us to be um, to be active and to get out there and to and to do something. So and for me, that was rugby league. I I enjoyed playing with my brothers. Um, uh, like I'm the youngest of of um, four in the family. So yeah. um, I was always active in in that sense. But yeah, I always wanted to play footy when I was older. It's often the younger ones that um, thrive. It's just a competitive nature because you you get thrown all the scraps. But you, you seem to sort of pop up in the right place at times. Yeah, for sure. I think four. Yeah, 100%. It was like that growing up. But um, I think my brothers were all pretty supportive with, with me playing footy. I probably, from a young age, I wanted to play soccer. And then um, I think when I was five years old, they said, no, 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 you're going to play rugby league. And they threw me straight in the deep end. So, um, yeah, from a young age, if it wasn't for them, I probably wouldn't have played. So, um, But, yeah, you know, just very thankful for that. And when you play in their teams, you know that they're going to support you anyway. So you don't have to fear the opposition, even if you're younger than because you've got brothers coming. Yeah, yeah, I know, 100%. Yeah, for sure. Well, they're all older, though, but in saying that, they were at every game when I was young watching, so they're always there yeah. to support you. <laughs> you're never going to get in trouble. No, nah, 100%. <laughs> Not when you've got four brothers. Yeah. A Bulldogs through and through. Ball, uh, Harold Matz, NYC, yeah. and then first grade. It's yeah. all there was when you live out there. Yeah, country. 100%. I think like, I moved up to Fairfield when I was um, 14 and then I was pretty fortunate enough to, to meet to meet a few friends there and then they took me out to the Bulldogs comp. Um, I was playing for Bankstown Bulls as a junior, so... Yeah. Um, yeah, I was lucky enough to to be um, picked in a few of those development sides when I was young and then obviously come through the system from um, under-15s and then, you know, 15s development into the Harold Matt squad and then um, straight through. Normally it isn't a, it isn't like, it isn't like a natural progression, you know, you know what it's like, Chuck playing yeah. um, in the in the junior development systems and then coming through the grades. But I was I was fortunate enough to have some good coaches there at the Bulldogs that, um, you know, obviously, um, you know, made me work hard. You know, I had obviously Gary Carden there at the Bulldogs, which you know much of. And, um, yeah. you know, he, he probably instilled that hard work nature into me very early. So I was lucky to have people like that around me. The dogs are coming off uh, their last premiership before you got there would have been the Sunny Valera and the Braithen Astor, Andrew Ryan, Stephen Price. Yeah. Um, and then they're, they're going into a little bit of a rebuild after that as well. Did you follow them back then? Yeah, see, it's a funny thing because um, I've always been a Bulldog supporter from a young age. So I've, like, I've supported them since I was young and it was always a dream to play for them. So 
just kind of panned out pretty good for myself. But, um, yeah. yeah, I was always a big fan. I remember watching the 2004 grand final when they won and I was stoked. And obviously seeing all those players come through, you know, Sonny Bill, you know, Braitha Nasta, you know, Rosa Tassi, all those kind of boys. So yeah. it was, um, yeah, it's one of those things. Strong period for the club, uh, the Bulldogs. Dead's had so it takes them to two grand finals in three years. They get beaten by Souths and then Melbourne. Um, you're just starting to be at the back end of your under-20s. Um, Rain then, good to be part of a successful club and see a club always in finals. Yeah, I think for sure. Um, obviously, I, I played Harold Matthews in, in 2012 um, and Des, that was his first year at the club and they made the grand final. And then yeah. obviously in 14 against um, against South Sydney and I was that was my first year under 20. So um, obviously good good foundations that he, that he set for the club and um, something that I learned off and something that I adapted to pretty well. So, um, yeah, it was something that was pretty good to come through and obviously the winning nature's there and, and the culture's very good when you're winning and, um, you know, the, the systems in place are always good. So, um, yeah, I was pretty fortunate to come through the club at that, at that age. 2016 sees you nearly make your first great debut at the back end of the year, but Des keeps you on ice a little bit and it's not until 2017, round three, in, uh, in Dunedin against the Warriors that you make your debut. Yeah, it's a funny thing um, that now I'm at the Warriors, but yeah, it was, um, I, was pretty, I was pretty lucky and blessed to be able to do that. And on that day in Dunedin, also a young warrior, Brad Abbey, made his debut for the Bulldogs as well. Yeah, Brad, yeah, Brad's a good good mate of mine and I think we were lucky enough to share that moment together which was good and it was nice to get the win as well against the Warriors but um, you know obviously this time around I'll, I'll be wanting to get the win for the Warriors instead of the Bulldogs. Mm. Try score on debut too. Yeah, yeah I think. Length to the field, beat half the team twice. <laughs> no, wasn't any of that, <laughs> wasn't any of that, it was just Josh Morris doing his thing and then he dropped me under about 10 metres out and then I literally just walked over and put the ball down it was easy so. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was a good feeling, though, to, to score a try on, on my debut, but yeah, it was an easy one. It was just a little stroll over, so. It was a tough team to crack when you got a couple of Morrises there. Um, they was chock-a-block full of talent, the dogs back then. Yeah, I think for sure. Um, we had um, we had two two injuries after the Round 2 game. I think we versed the Roosters, and then um, I had played Reggie's a week before. And I was getting prepared to play round two for Reggie's. We're actually versing the Warriors over in in Auckland. Um, and then um, I got the phone call that I that that like I didn't have to travel. Um, we had two boys go down, which was unfortunate. With um, Hopper and Carrot Holland, they both got injured in the same game, so okay. they, uh, they had to make a decision. And I was lucky to be enough to be in that um, in that squad. 2018 sees a new coach, Dean Pay, comes to the Dogs, um, ex legend of the club. Um, but we just don't quite scale back to the same heights as what Des had the club at. Yeah, oh, for sure. Um, no, no, I, I think for myself it was probably a more more learning curve for, for myself in, in adapting, obviously, to the new coaching and stuff like that. But um, in saying that, it was still enjoyable being around the club. And, you know, like all the boys are all good boys there and it's a good club. So um, we probably didn't, you know, achieve as much as we wanted to achieve that year. And... Um, yeah, it was one of those years that you look back on and, and, and think, you know what, I did I did learn a lot from it, so, you know. Was... Well, you forced your way back into, after playing a bit of cup in 2019, you forced your way back into the side. Mm. Um, but round 18 against Newcastle, all of a sudden, 
Marcelo knows that this league ain't working properly. You smash your knee. Yeah. Posterior, anterior, everything went wrong. Yeah. So it was, um, yeah, I remember that game. It was, it was round 18, but I think we versed the Broncos and it was at Suncorp and I remember when I did it. But um, I actually got up and I thought um, it was just a cork and then uh, we tried to strap it, the physio strapped it up and then um, I just couldn't move on it. It was pretty, it was pretty weak and I knew straight away, no, something's wrong here, it's not right. So um, it was obviously something that um, was very challenging for myself at the time, but in saying that, it was something I'm very grateful for because I look back and, you know, it, it kind of gives you um, a good idea of what footy players actually go through when, through, uh, through those big injuries. So, you know, I learned a lot from that and, and um, yeah, I think, it, like, it was a good thing to come because, you know, you, like, you never want to get injured, obviously, but yeah. sometimes it just reminds you of how lucky we are to do what we do. And knees in particular for a, a guy who bases this game on his running. I mean, you're one of the most fittest guys in any team you've ever played in. And your leg speed is, you know, the key um, to your game. Um, you have fears that, hey, you know, once broken, does it come back to where I really want to get it to? Yeah, 100%. I think... Um, you have those kind of thoughts in your mind and in, and in the back of your head and you think, oh, you know, like, will I be able to run as fast as I did? Will I, will I be able to come back as strong as I, as I was or even stronger? And I think you just got to have that kind of positive attitude and stride forward with it every step. You can't really look too far ahead. You got to just take it day by day. And, um, you know, eventually if you put the work in and you know that you've, um, you know, you worked hard enough for, for your injury to heal, you know, it's just all up to you, to yourself to do it. And I think it's, it's very achievable, um, and we've seen it happen in the past. We've seen a lot of players come back from, you know, from major injuries and and be successful. So yeah, not too many players play for their country before they play first grade. You have a, a blessed opportunity to play for Fiji against Samoa in Apia. Yeah, that was a treat. It was 2016. Yeah, it was, mate. It was. Um, it was very. Um, I think for myself, it was very uh, rewarding um, knowing the. All the hard work I put in, obviously, in my 20s days at the Bulldogs and then, um, you know, leading into the back end of that year, Planterbury Reserve grade, uh, grade, sorry. So it was, I, was, um, I was lucky to get a look in from the coach at that time, um, Mick Potter. So, yeah. you know, I think we were short uh, some wingers and, 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 and a few boys had pulled yeah, out. He's never test. short of wingers. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> We've got backs everywhere, you know. So um, I, think we'll, I think a few boys had pulled out. I think a few of the boys just wanted a, a rest for the um, that, uh, that break we had in October, and I was lucky enough to get the call up and 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 Mick Potter called me, and, you know, and told me the good news. So, and like you said, um, it's, it's very rare you play for your country before you play um, NRL. So it was a, it was a massive achievement for myself and um, something I'm very grateful for. COVID hits the competition, um, and everyone has their challenges, but. You have a challenge in the fact that you're living with mum at home at the time, and mum's a healthcare worker, so you got to move out of home as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there's bubbles and bubbles. But yeah. You can't be in that bubble now. Go, mum. Yeah, I was in. I think I was in two bubbles. I think I was. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it was one of those. It was one of those things. I think COVID was very unsettling for for a lot of people, not just for myself, but um, yeah, obviously mum mum's a um, aged care worker and. She she obviously works with uh, with elderly people, so the NRL that had told me that I couldn't I couldn't obviously stay at home because mum was a aged care worker, so I had to move out. So I ended up moving in with a few of my um, close family friends just in Moorbank there. Yeah. And um, you know I was I was lucky I had them there because otherwise you know I probably wouldn't have had anywhere else to go with with my partner. I could have moved in there, 
but um, you know her her parents are carers of of um, of, of her mother's okay. uh, parents, so it's it was kind of you know it was kind of back in support, but I was lucky it enough didn't to even got a home. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, it was it was. I was pretty lucky to move in there and, and um, stayed with my junior coach there and his wife, so I was, was pretty lucky. The opportunity to come to the Warriors, how did that come about? And, you know, was that something you you thought you needed? Yeah, um, for sure, Chuk. I think, um, I mean, I was at the Dogs for a long time and, you know, I, like I still love the club. It's a great club and it's done so much for myself and my family and mm. um, I've got nothing but gratitude for the place. Um, I think it was time for me for a fresh start, I think, um, you know, on, on, on terms of my footy and stuff like that. So um, it was during the back end of um, last year, we finished the season and um, there was still nothing kind of written, nothing on paper yet on what was going to happen. And obviously the dogs already told me that they weren't going to offer me another contract, uh, which is fair enough. It's a business. you just got to get on with it. Yeah. And, um, you know, I was, I was kind of going back and forth on what was going to happen, obviously, because with COVID, Teams have been very diligent with who, uh, with who they were signing, and you know they didn't want to um, sign someone that they didn't need. Or yeah. so I was lucky enough that the um, you know the Warriors obviously put their hand out um, and offered something. So I was um, it was probably it was probably more relieving than anything because I obviously wanted to still play rugby league. I still yeah. love you know like I love the game, and um, I was I was um, pretty blessed that they offered me a contract. So and then the split pre-season um, sees Brownie in New Zealand, so you wouldn't have had too much contact with Nathan Brown, but the rest of the guys all training down in the south coast. Yeah. Um, and then coming together in Tamworth, well, yeah, yeah, it, it sure. wasn't a party because there was a lot of hard work. Yeah. The team started to gel. Yeah, for sure. Um, we had the two groups, like you said, um, and it was like any pre-season is tough. You're not, like, you're not going into pre-season thinking it's going to be easy. It's always going to be tough. But, um, yeah, I think well, more than more than anything, the boys are in, that were in Kayama were looking forward to meeting the boys over in NZ, so like we're definitely looking forward to that January where we were going to come together and and um, finally train as a team. Um, and yeah, I think it took about you know two or three weeks, but we kind of gelled pretty fast um, as um, as mates and brothers. But you know, like in terms of footy, you're still always learning every day off each other. So um, you know, it was good to uh, to be able to enjoy that experience together in Tamworth and obviously building our preseason. Marcelo, so once before you've been moved out of home and or maybe had to look for a new home so that's going to happen again yeah you're going to go to Auckland and go someone got a home for my yeah, yeah, yeah. 100% well now that the borders are open I think um I think it's only a matter of time until yeah. we're moving over so um yeah for me and my partner it doesn't have to be a big house no nah, no way mate no way <laughs> no way it's, it, it, it's exciting time so yeah, we don't know what's going to happen, but whatever happens, we just push forward with it and um, and yeah. be and, and be persistent with it, I guess, Chuk. You'll enjoy New Zealand, and New Zealand will enjoy you, I can promise you that. Yeah, for sure, mate. It's a beautiful country. I've been there plenty of times and I enjoy yeah. my time there, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Well, Mask, get uh, plenty of games under your belt with the Warriors, my friend, um, and keep playing the game you love. Uh, we look forward to many a tries as well. 100%, mate. I look forward to it, Chuk. I can't wait, eh? Thanks for joining us. Well, on thanks, Mark. Thanks, Sport, you're a champion, pal.